Hello and welcome to another episode of Mike and Zuka Reads. Um, I've been really sick, so a lot's been going on. That's why you haven't had any episodes. So um, I don't have COVID. I, I just have a cold. No flu. Got tested. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, I have this cough that just... it. I'll have like a good 20 minutes and then it'll just like cough attack. And it feels like I busted my ribs, but... On top of that, Harley had dental surgery, and they had to remove a tooth. And then they sent that tooth off for uh, testing, and it came back uh, positive for cancer. So they had to go to a specialist and remove more teeth as well as more gums. The, the good news is they got all the margins, and they think they got it all all of this controlled in this uh, surgical action um, but all the meds that she was on um, seems to have instigated a, a bladder infection and she got also a, a yeast infection in her ear so we've had to be d dealing with that and um, it's been kind of rough but uh, that's all that's all that's been what's been going on um I did get a lot of comic books lately um let me see uh if I could get them in a I don't know what I did with that other one but maybe it'll show up oh it's here okay so um I did uh get um, I, I don't know if I can even read these. Oh, yeah, I can. 46. Uh, these Charlton books have really small numbers on them. Um, but I got the first appearance of the son of Vulcan. Um, he was a, like a hero that was in the Charlton area. That DC did make later on made a miniseries of uh, Son of Vulcan as they had acquired uh, Blue Beetle. Captain Adam, Question, uh, Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt, and uh, several others. Um, and um, Son of Vulcan was one of them, and uh, they did do a comic on it, but we haven't really seen him since, at least to my knowledge. Um, but I did get his first appearance in Mysteries of Unexplored Worlds, which was uh, 46. Uh, and I got his second and third appearance, 47 and 48. And uh, now I have all of the appearances of Son of Vulcan because Son of Vulcan continued in its own title. It left uh, Mysteries of the Unexplored Worlds and became Son of Vulcan with issue 50 and 51, and then there were no more published. And then uh, I think we had to wait until the miniseries that DC did. Um, I'll look it up real quick and let you know uh, how many issues that was. I did pick that up. I was really excited. I, I've always been excited about um, the Charlton characters. Just since Crisis, I just wanted to, you know, and now, now I'm starting to pick up a lot of the Charlton ones just to make sure. But this is a six-issue miniseries. Um, in 2005 to 2006 by Scott Beatty as the writer and Kirion Grant as the 
um, as the artist. And this is the first appearance of the new son of Vulcan. So it is kind of like a uh, different continuation because the character is different. And the son of Vulcan in the Charlton era was a grown-ass man. And uh, they de-aged him. And he's kind of like a, a younger child type character in this uh, six issue miniseries. I did pick up a uh, um, Justice League of America volume one number 18 and uh, this has Adam growing out of control and uh, well actually uh, the the Justice League is shrinking featuring uh, Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter Aquaman and uh, Green Green Arrow. Really nice copy. Um, I got Thor 132, which was the first appearance of Ego, uh, the Living Planet. Um, so that was a good pickup. Um, I got an annual king size uh, number three. Really nice uh, cover. Uh, very cool. I got Ringo Kid, which is a reprint western number one from Marvel Comics. I got Flyman. Anytime I could pick up an Archie Mighty Comics Group type Archie, I, I get real excited. And uh, this was an available one that Aaron Myers had up for sale. And uh, it's issue 39. It has uh, the fly trying to stop a bomb. And then it has a second feature featuring Steel Sterling, Man of Steel. Um, always enjoy that. An underground comic called White Lunch. Uh, it says, strict sale to miners strictly for botan. And uh, looks like a very interesting cover. Um, very new to underground um, comics. And uh, haven't really read a lot. I, I've picked up a good portion of... Uh, well, I wouldn't say a good portion. I, I probably have like 10 or 15 um, comics to, to sample. And to tell you the truth, I haven't read one of them. But uh, I have some Arkham and, you know, some other titles that I, I've picked up as they become available because they're, they seem like an interesting part of comics history. I have Avengers 23. Uh, this is, has Kang on the cover. Once an Avenger... Uh, I have Masters of the Universe, the DC mini-series, which was three out of three. Um, got that. I got Fantastic Four, uh, number 73. I don't know if this uh, was just guest stars, but it has the FF versus Thor, uh, Daredevil, and Spider-Man. I've always wanted this book, and I got a really nice copy from Aaron. It's uh, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love, number one. Um, I've always been infatuated with the horror romance type comic. Um, this is a big one. Um, this is uh, X-Men, number 14. Pretty nice copy. Um, you know, it's in the VG range, but it looks nice, uh, especially in Mylar. Um this is X-Men 14, and it's the first appearance of a Sentinel. So there you go. And then I have number 15, which is the first appearance of Master Mold, I believe. 
and it says it's an origin of the beast so uh i do have uh joker number six uh i don't own you think i would but i don't know all the jokers from the first volume which was a 25 cent comic book a very unusual title this one has like sherlock holmes and the joker on it this one i didn't really know much about to tell you the truth this is superman 123 and i've always wanted the first appearance of supergirl but i didn't realize there was a supergirl prototype it called the girl of steel and um this is the first appearance of the supergirl prototype it has her pulling a train as Superman's holding the rails. It's a 10 center. Very cool. And I got an 80 page giant um, Superman number six. I'm so sorry. But uh, I might have to even make this episode shorter than I, I thought. But uh, we, I, ha I have been trying to fill my magazines of rampaging hulk and uh there's nine issues of that before it's continued into hulk magazine and uh i think i only need issue nine now i have picked up number eight so uh, i'm going to take a pause for the cause i might do one qu well i'll do one question um i, I did get a few more questions and we'll take care of one question. I would do more, but uh, I'm still not uh, up to 100% speed here. Sorry. Um, this was an interesting one. I, I showed a uh, of my 92,000 comics. I showed a pie chart uh, of the comics. And... Uh, you can see Xenoscope has a good portion. There's 1%. Valiant has 2%. And um, I had to do a little research because a question came in uh, about that. And he asked, uh, did the Valiant include all of the Acclaim run? And it did not. So my database had, has a separate uh, publisher once it became Acclaim. So that's why the 2% of the 92,000 is is still so small and then the rest of the acclaim went into the other uh dc comics is 35 percent marvel is 26 image is eight dynamite is three valiant is two uh idw is two and dark horse is two a xenoscope is one and boom is one and everything else fell into the word other and that means that i had um Less than roughly um, 920 comics of that publisher, uh, so they got grouped with other. So if you do the math, that's that's how it works out. A claim is binned in binned in there. So um, and there might be some like weirdness with some of the numbers because a lot of the other, you know, which is 18%, it's a good portion. It even be, beats uh, 8%. And, you know, it's got all the cross-gen and everything that I have. But uh, some of the publishers, like Vertigo, they're not, 
listed as DC. They're in the database. They're listed as like DC Vertigo, which is a separate category. So that that was a good question, you know, asking about like what what does that all sort of mean, you know? Um, that and and I had it. I had um. I had a question from, um, but I lost it. I don't know what I did with it. So um, the other question from Kirk says, my wife got a German Shepherd but would not let me name him Hans von Hammer. Uh, how mad should I be? Uh, being that it's a German Shepherd, he was playing off the uh, war comics hero enemy ace uh, who's Hans von Hammer maybe if he asked his wife can I call him enemy ace it would have worked um, the next question is was there ever a comic that someone in your family found and didn't approve of uh, Kirk asks, I remember the title, not Brand Eck, bothering my grandmother. I don't know why. That was for kids. But uh, the art was a little weird. Dark Horse presents, and Grendel got him in trouble with his uncles. No, because my parents never touched him. Um, like, I was still living at home uh, in my college years. Um I've told this story before, but my dad said I can't afford to to let you, you know, to pay for your college. You have to earn your way. But uh, he did say you could live here while you're going to school, and I took him up on that, and um, it helped me a lot. And uh, during that time in college, there was comics I was getting like Ram Ramba, uh, which is X-rated and Faust and stuff, but they never ever saw them. I do know I had an X-rated video cassette of a movie, and my dad or mom must have found it because it's missing. Either that or my friend took it. Could have been either way. All right, I am back, and I had a huge cough attack, so I I went and edited almost all of my coughs out because I could see huge spikes in the audio. But uh, I'm gonna try to get two weeks worth of comics read. And uh, hopefully I, I'll make it <laughs> without dying. I'm on codeine now too because I went to the doctor finally because I I had this cold. I've had this cold since last Wednesday, so I'm over a week. The first days were sore throats. The next two were like runny nose. Next three runny nose, and then it became a cough. And it's been five days, and that cough hasn't improved, so I had to go to the doctor. But uh, let's go, and uh, we're gonna talk about what am I? What am I doing? This doesn't look right. Okay, we're gonna talk about books. Uh, Red, <laughs> you probably say, "Oh, the mic's fucked up." Why is he even recording? January twenty-third through January twenty-ninth of twenty-twenty-three. We're gonna start with things watched. The three out of five uh, I gave to Death Note anime. I love the Death Note live action, and the anime just uh, didn't cut the mustard 
for me. Um, so I stopped watching after two episodes. But I gave it a three out of five. Like a, it was all right. It's not for me. Um, the four out of fives were Revenge. Uh, this was a movie, not the Kevin Costner movie, Revenge. That's much better than this one. This is about a girl who's dating an older man, and he has two friends come, and I think they're in the Arizona desert, and uh, they get a little too friendly and rape her while while the, the guy's gone, and then he and those two men have to hunt her down because they think they killed her, but they didn't, and she comes back and gets revenge. Um, we have Blockbuster. This was the... Uh, I don't remember if this... It, was the docu-series or if it was the TV show I think it was the TV show that was on Netflix and I enjoyed it I, I did a lot of blockbustering in my days with video cassettes so I really enjoyed it the 5 out of 5's were The Boys Season 3, pretty amazing season Clerks 3, I loved it um, didn't see it at the theater because it only lasted a week here, but uh, I did get to buy, I actually bought it and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, big Kevin Smith fan. Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2 was the last 5 out of 5. For comics, I had 24 comics. 5 Xenoscope, 1 Source Point Press, 5 Image, uh, 1 Dren, which, which is a Kickstarter by the way. Uh, if I don't remember the Kickstarter uh, publishing name, I put it under Kickstarter. But if I do remember it, in the case of Dren, because they are publishing, I, I just Kickstarted this, but um, they are publishing in previews. They're several months behind the actual Kickstarter, but uh, it's Dren. And DC had 12. We'll start with the three out of fives. We had A Guardian. This was a fantasy type story. Uh, Bill Bomer liked it a lot more than I did. Um, there's three kingdoms at war with each other, a king and a guardian of the crypt, a queen and her lover, and a blue elf character with a blade. But um, if you're into fantasy, you probably like this a lot. Um, for me, fantasy has always been uh, a barrier, but I, I have found several fantasy books that I have liked, so... This one I, I just liked. It, it wasn't great, but I can see why Bill liked it, and um, we'll see where it goes because um, I did buy the rest of the issues. We have Inkblot. This is uh, Emma uh, Kubert, and uh, it's a family of magical characters in a multiverse scenario, and she is a magical library and creates a magical cat. Uh, really well drawn. Uh, again, it falls into that fantasy realm. And uh, I am glad I got this one. I, there's something about her art style. It doesn't look like her uh, father or, you know, uh, but it does look like they have, it has some of the, I don't know, storytelling techniques she, he might have learned from it, but very different from the Kuberts, the brothers and stuff like that. She might not even be the daughter of uh, uh, Joe Kubert. She might be the daughter of one of the Adam or the other brother. I haven't really checked. Um, we have the four out of fives. We have flesh-eating cheerleaders from outer space. Uh, this is uh, 
borderline X-rated book. That's the Kickstarter from Dren. It has a lot of nudity and sex in it, but it also has like that B film sensibility. Um, the sorority is totally infected. One cheerleader goes after the teacher and his wife, and this is the che the cheerle the cheerleader that was flirting with the teacher. And uh, the teacher sort of did break some of the you know rules, if you will, but uh, where he shouldn't have been before she was infected by the sloth, you know, the sloth uh, aliens. Got Sins of the Black Flamingo, number one. Really like this one. He saves an angel and is haunted by the man he took the angel from. Uh, the golem, he actually has a, there's a golem that actually helps him out. He's very uh, flamboyant uh, looking character, but uh, very uh, well told story. Um, Wonderland number one ongoing. This is Xenoscope. This is I, I went on a Xenoscope get kick, and I did finish the entire omnibus uh, digitally. I don't own these ones. For some reason, uh, when I was doing Xenoscope, I, I never said I'm not gonna like Alice in Wonderland. But these turned out to be really good, and um, they're available on Comixology Unlimited if you happen to run across it. I'd recommend it giving it a try, you know, go Google the reading order, but the Wonderland had a, a pretty long, a uh, ongoing, um, the, there's several mini-series that led to this ongoing, and then several mini-series that lead in and out of it, so trying to find the reading order is very important for this book. Daughter and her mother go on the road trying to escape the mother's nightmare of Wonderland. Uh, they're big characters, Callie and, um, God, I can't remember her name, but it'll come up soon. Swamp Thing, uh, 14 through 16. Uh, Callie, by the way, is the mother, and she's the daughter of Alice in Wonderland. And then uh, she had a daughter, and they're haunted by Wonderland. Uh, Swamp Thing, 14 through 16, this is the Ram V. Uh, Swamp Thing, Green Lantern. Uh, fight spores. Uh, Trinity takes on the Parliament of uh, Gears. Um, Trinity's a, an interesting character that they uh, created in this one, and Levi makes peace with his brother, who became like a, another creature within this uh, tale. You got Batman the Joker, Deadly Duel, number one. Batman the Joker form an alliance to take on invulnerable Jokers. Batman Spawn number one. Batman is the key to bringing back Wanda. And there's ties into the Spawn Universe comic. Um, and he wants to bring back his mom. You know, uh, Spawn wants to bring back um, his wife. And Bruce wants to bring back his mom. So you have that going on. They fight with the Court of Owls and Talon. Also the Joker and Clown form a team to take them out in the future. Uh, but that didn't play out in this series, this one-shot. We have Grim Fail Fairy Tales Presents Madness of Wonderland, number one through four. Uh, the cops are trying to figure out recent murders, and one female cop had a past where she was the only survivor of a serial killing, 
and looks like she may become the new Mad Hatter, and she does. Uh, it leads into that Wonderland ongoing. It plays into that. It's a very important story. Again, these are all four four out of five, starting with flesh-eating cheerleaders. Um, Man Bat number one and two from the 1970s. Uh, Baron Time possesses She-Bat to kill people for a demon. Man Bat saves his wife and destroys Baron Time. Man Bat is hunted by a ten-eyed man during a surprise party his wife schedules for him. These these were really entertaining books. Too bad this series only lasted two issues. We have Justice League Incarnate uh, from DC Comics. Uh, this series leads pretty much into uh, uh, Dark Crisis. Uh, very important you read this before going into Dark Crisis because Justice League Incarnate plays an important part of that. And it kind of like sets the status quo for Dark Crisis. Superman, Batman, uh, Dr. Multiversity, Aquaman, Dino Cop, which I love because that's like their version of Savage Dragon. He even looks like him. But uh, Orion, Flash, it's not the Flash you know, but Avery, a female Flash, and Thunder and Captain Carrot uh, take on Dark Side in the Great Darkness. We have Seven Sons, number one. An author predicts the coming of the seven. Um, Mid-Eastern followers kill all but one, and there is a celebration in Vegas. A mysterious figure shows up in Vegas as a homeless man, uh, and I believe he is one of the seven. Image Comics, that's the J. Lee. Uh, I think it's penned and drawn by him. Now we get into the five out of fives. Both of them were Image. This one's a dark book, and it's, it might be hard to read, but it, it's, um, it has to do a lot with uh, depression and suicide. Uh, it's a lonely at the center of the earth trade paperback. Um, highly recommend it. It's very eye-opening to depression, just, just from her point of view, because she has it. Um, she wrote it during the years of COVID, and uh, I, I'd recommend it if you can take that kind of thing. Uh, it's not one that you want to escape into, um, but uh, if you want to read something uh, that is more uh, real life and learn something, then this is a good story. Uh, Dark Ride number one, really enjoyed this. This was the top book of the week, um, the five out of five. Uh, a man who is into horror rides kills his wife and a demon allows him to create an amusement park who his son his name is Sam Haim runs and his sister is Halloween arrives to screw things up a young kid is hired to work at the park and may be sacrificed to a demon they introduce this kid but he, I don't know if he's gonna last long like he might even be gone that's interesting because they spend a lot of time on him feel my cough coming back but let's see how far I can go before I hit pause uh, the things washed that week the four out of fives were shotgun wedding this is an Amazon Prime about a couple getting married in the Philippine Islands <coughs> X this is the horror movie um, about a group that goes to the middle of nowhere on a farm to film an x-rated film and it turns into a horror movie. 
really liked that. I thought it was very different. Knock at the Cabin. Uh, that was at the theater just recently. That was the M. Night Shyamalan movie. And uh, I don't want to give anything away there because all his movies, that, you know, the whole premise is sometimes uh, what you'd be spoiled with, you know. Well, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, the Five Out of Fives were Tulsa King. Amazing show. Loved it so much. I went on a sliced alone and watched Cobra. And now I'm making my way all the way through every single Rambo. But um, that led me to it. Uh, then 1923, another thing from Yellowstone. Fucking amazing show. I just love Taylor Sheridan TV shows. Uh, I'm very addicted to them. This that week I had 27 comics. The majority was Zenoscope. We had 15 Zenoscope, one Unstoppable, five Marvel, one Kickstarter, two DC, one Charlton, one Bad Bug, and one Aftershock. Starting at the uh, four out of fives, uh, we had Astronaut Down. Uh, this was the conclusion to Astronaut Down. The stories where astronauts go out in the multiverse and try to save their world from a, a green slime virus that destroys and eats everything it's a very unusual story but it was a very interesting one and these astronauts don't actually launch in a spaceship that it's almost like they're multiverse traveling their bodies are just jumping and they're it's so weird but these astronauts are not actually in a rocket and launched into space um, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 16. Robbie and JJ are stuck in limbo and makes for a comedy type issue and Peter tries to save them in limbo. That was uh, part of the dark uh, web uh, arc. We have Vampire Asylum. This is the Kickstarter. Um, the doctor continues his new job at the Vampire Asylum. So he's actually... He actually killed somebody at the previous asylum, and as his, his torture, he was sent out to the middle of nowhere to work at this uh, insane asylum, and it seems like there's bloodsuckers at that insane asylum. Do you need to go out, Harley? Because let me know. <coughs> we have Dragon Storm. This is a sort of a superhero story. This is from Unstoppable. This was a Kickstarter, but I happen to know the publisher. A uh, high school loses her family. A high schooler loses her family to the grandfather. So the grandfather actually goes after his son and the wife that he had, and uh, it's because he wants to take the granddaughter to fulfill her destiny. Uh, kidnaps her and sends her to Dragonstorm to train or die. This was an issue that came with issue zero, and then one, two, one and two were in a small trade paperback. But I read it, really liked it, and uh, it was an actual comic um, back in the day, and then I think reformatted for an actual Kickstarter. We have X-Force, number 32 and 33. This is the Craven story that continues for, during Judgment Day. I really enjoy X-Force and Wolverine by Benjamin Percy. Wolverine, number 26. The beast starts to tear down Wolverine. It gets creepy. 
and it gets really violent and I really liking Wolverine right now but what I like more than Wolverine is Wildcats I love this DC comic it's still really enjoying the direction of Wildcats the lineup of the seven soldiers of victory is interesting one they're all characters from uh, Wildstorm <coughs> Some of them are Gen 13. Some of them are like Majestic. Um, but they're different versions of them. Even uh, Caitlyn, who is on Wildcats, is a little girl. Like, she's like, I don't know, she must be like 11 or 10. And uh, she turns into the big, you know, um, Caitlyn. Um, so, yeah, it's very unusual. But I, God, I just like it. It's very exciting. Another DC comic I'm really enjoying is Tim Drake Robin number five. The series continues to kick ass. I'm really enjoying it. The main villain is revealed and the change of artist after five pages was seamless because uh, they did change it from Riley Rossimo to another artist, but he had the same style. <laughs> I would rather have Rossimo, but the villain did a good job of mimicking his style. Oz number one, this is a, a Xenoscope book. Um, Toto escapes uh, injured from Oz and finds Dorothy and the witch um, goes after them to bring them back to Oz. It started, so I, I, I kind of wanted to start another book, but I didn't realize how many Xenoscopes I had. So Xenoscopes, this ongoing Wonderland 2 through 15. Some reading last night as Kaylee and Violet uh, Violet are on the run, and the madness of the Mad Hatter and Johnny, her brother, are right behind them and leads to the confrontation. And now the Queen of Spades, she's sort of the villain, um, has the hat. Uh, the woman who found Love, the Lovecraft Journal and Tattoo Artist are merged into the Queen of Hearts by the Queen of Spades, but things don't quite work out. That whole That whole Lovecraft stuff... Very, very interesting. That was from a miniseries. Violet still tries to escape the madness. Violet's the daughter of Kaylee, and Kaylee's the daughter of Alice. Uh, Red Queen finds the insane asylum in Wonderland. Uh, Violet is seduced by Harmony, another girl to go clubbing, and this could lead her back to Wonderland. The Red Queen and King find the asylum in Wonderland and are confronted with Queen of Spades and her army. Can Kaylee get to Violet in time? The series is now getting a little confusing because there's references to the first wave of Wonderland titles I did not read. Wonderland tries to take down Violet and her mom and they destroy the Flower Girls. They, they later come into play in another part of the story. Um, we think they're destroyed. They're not. Uh, then on the road, again, uh, running into all kinds of killers. The other thing of note is the Queen of Spades tries to kill the Red Queen and her son, but the son escapes to Earth. Uh, that hasn't played out yet, but um, I think that's going to happen in some other stuff I read. Also, a future story where Kaylee is the White Queen. That actually has realized itself. <laughs> and Violet is the new Mad Hatter, and that has realized itself too the series leads into a madness of wonderland which i did not read some uh read some uh, more wonderland and uh i knew most of my inner circle 
won't give these books the time of day because they think it's just cheesecake. Uh, what they don't realize is there is an elaborate storytelling and continuity. Um, that's what makes uh, Xenoscope special. Um, yeah, they're, it, it's very intricate, um, the entire world. And, um, yeah, the cheesecake, there's cheesecake on the cover, but the, their content is not adult. Um, it's, it's very interesting content. There might be some violence, like with the serial killers in this, but, um, it's, it's really good storytelling. I really like it. And it goes through several writers. I think there was three or four writers in this Wonderland ongoing. Death Knell, Bad Bug. I, I really do like Bad Bug comics. Uh, I think they're a really good Kickstarter to support. And um, even though I reduce Kickstarters, Bad Bug is like one that I, I always look to to, to see if I want to get it. Death Neil is a young horny girl. Discovers she's not just a girl who's horny, but she is a succubus in a world where monsters and fantasy are everyday life. We then get to Green Goblin number three, Gold Goblin number three. This is a part of the dark web, and uh, Jack O' Lantern is defeated by Norman, and he is hunted down by the psychiatrist who is the is Queen Goblin. There's so many goblins now. It's crazy. Red Goblin, Queen Goblin, Gold Goblin, all the Hobgoblins. There's like three of them. Uh, we then get to the five out of fives. Uh, Six Million Dollar Man. This is from Charlton, number one. It's the origin. Um, and then Steve goes in a spy plane over China to take pictures, but Oscar set him up, and he crashes to save another female physicist who is working with the U.S. as a spy. Excellent comic book. Really enjoyed it. I think I'm going to cut this one short because of that. But um, I'm going to pause right now and then I'll be right back. And I'm back. And uh, you see I fought through that one. And uh, I'll let you know my contact. You can reach me at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter. Please send me questions. Um, they keep the show going. They keep me motivated. Um, I always have like some interesting topics to think about and uh, discuss and share them with the listeners. Um, so that's how to send me questions. You can also send me email if you prefer that at Mike. Oh, sorry, Mike at ComicBookNoise.com. I'll gladly take your emails and read them on the show. And um, you can find this episode on geekbrunchpodcast.com and uh, also on Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast uh, with spaces in there. Click the like button and follow all the episode threads there. I want to thank you for listening and putting up with my cold. Um, it's rough, and I turned down a, a guest on a podcast tonight because I couldn't control the mute and all that other stuff like I can control it on a single podcast and I just hope that this cough medicine this coding stuff works so I can record with Bill on Sunday but uh, I may have to throw an audible on that uh, pending how I do so you guys take it easy and take care all right talk to you soon mm.